Hello and welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so happy to have you joining me here today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you don't have to do it all alone. You don't. We are in it together, which is why it's not only a podcast. There is also a corresponding community space. I would love for you to pop on by and say hello. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's just dive right in to this week's episode where we are welcoming in a brand new year. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, 2021 seemed to have gone by in a blink of an eye. I'm not even sure where the time went. And I think that's a part of it because 2020 and 2021 really just merged into one giant year. (laughs) That's what it feels like for me. And as we step into 2022, I think we are so quick to put all these expectations of what we want this year to become. And when we do that, it instantly becomes overwhelming. Because all those expectations usually are unrealistic. Because really, truly, we have no idea what's to come, right? We thought leaving 2020 behind, we were going to step into this fresh new year of 2021 and everything would be back to the way it was. And it, oh my goodness, certainly was not like that. Especially in the end. Goodness, we were thrown so many curveballs. So I think the first thing that we all need to do, me in particular too, is drop those expectations. Literally just forget about them. Don't even, oh, don't even think about them. Because they are too far beyond anything. And we will just set ourselves up to feel like we're letting ourselves down instantly. And that is most certainly not the way that any of us want to start the year, right? We don't want to start off on this rough, but most definitely not. And I don't know about you, but I am not one for resolutions. I don't even remember the last time I made a resolution because again, those feel very much like expectations that I'm not going to be able to fulfill. I'll say, yeah, I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I don't do it. I just let myself down and that is never a good feeling. Since, gosh, hmm, I think it's been since 2009, I have been choosing one word to tuck into my pocket and carry around with me for that year. A word that I really want to concentrate on, something I want to manifest, something I want to invite more of into my life. And it's been amazing to do that practice. The most wild thing about choosing that word is that I think it's going to manifest in this particular way when I said it, and then it completely surprises me and finds its own way. 
And isn't that really, really what happens in life, right? We think something is going to go a certain way. We set ourselves up to go down this path and then oh, we're throwing a curveball. We are tossed into something that we never expected, but then we pull so much out of it that we never would have gotten had we not been thrown into that situation. And that is sort of what has been happening with my words and which is why I love continuing that practice. But here's the thing. It is now the second day, right, of the month. And I have no idea what my word is. I actually put off recording this podcast because I really wanted to talk about my word. I wanted to share it. I wanted to explore it more with you, but I have no idea, no idea what it is for 2022. Do you choose a word? Is this something you have also done? And if you do, I would love, love, love to hear what your word is. So pop on over to the Soul Circle community and share it. But because I don't have my word, I've been doing all these different other writing exercises to try to pull it out, to really see, you know, what is it? What is it I want to manifest? What is it that I really, truly need this year? And I started doing that by looking at four different areas in my life. The first one that I started with was home. And when I think about home, uh, yes, I think of my physical space and what is surrounding me, you know, these four walls. But home for me also extends to my family. They are my home. Home extends into community, the people that are around me. And in thinking about, wow, what do I really need in this area of home for next year? What came up for me was this idea of clarity, of being able to speak clearly what it is that I need, to express it from my heart through genuine kindness, but to be really clear about it. Because so often I have found that I have. I mean, this podcast is turning into a podcast about expectations. <laughs> I have these expectations in my head. And I think people are mind readers and that they're going to now live up to these expectations because, you know, I've carved them out in my head. And if they're in there, you should know them and you should, you know, figure that out and take care of it. But my goodness, that is not the way anything in the world works. In order to really fully connect with people, in order to get help, in order to be able to ask for help. We have to be clear, clear with what we need, clear with our words so that there is no second guessing. Because also words mean so many different things to so many different people. And if we're vague about it, there can be this confusion, right? And I want to eliminate that confusion in my life and empower myself to really speak clearly 
And I know if Dustin's listening to this, he's probably saying, yeah, and also speak a little bit louder (laughs) because I tend to speak quieter. But that clarity can come out if I am raising my voice, if I am choosing the words that really express what is in my heart and stripping away that fear of saying it. Because if that is how I am really feeling, I need to speak it. And again, speak it from a place of love. It doesn't mean that I just want to blurt out, you know, any random thought that is coming to my head, but be really intentional and clear with my words. And I know that this clarity in communication will lead to more compassion, will lead to a deeper connection and really open up the door for kindness. And so home really means clarity to me, having that clarity around me. The next area that I explored was my mind. What does my mind need for 2022? And when I think about my mind, I think about my career. I think about where I want to learn, where I want to grow, what that could look like financially. And this is a big one because this is one that I feel like there's so many times I'm afraid to explore it where I kind of pump the brakes on myself because I, I know, right, what I want deep in my heart, but then I'm scared to say it. Because if I say it, then I'm really putting it out into the world. And what happens next? What happens next is I need to act. I need to take those steps to make those dreams a reality. And in this area of my mind, what I really need for 2022 is financial abundance. And doing this by being able to cultivate and create and provide the services that others need to help them unearth, find their joy, and be able to connect with themselves, finding their way back to themselves. Because that is what I am truly drawn to, is being able to be of service to others. And I want to do more of that. I really want to step deeper into that. And I have been doing it little by little, you know, through my life. And I see it and I see the growth that I have gained through it. But I want to, I want to take it up a notch. I really want to stand in that light. And in standing in that light, have that ripple effect of that financial abundance coming my way. And that's a big one. And that's a hard one to say out loud because I almost feel selfish saying it, right? But then you have to think about your own personal value and what you're worth and what you're providing and how what you are providing is worth something. And stand in that and know it and really, truly allow it to be a part of the way that I step forward. And definitely, for sure, that is a hard one for me. So home is clarity. Mind is financial abundance. And then I looked at 
my physical body, my health, my well-being. What do I really need here in 2022? And there was two things that really came up for me, and that is to be physically healthy, to be in good health, feeling good. And then also to allow positive energy and self-talk to really radiate from me. Because I feel like towards the end of 2021, I was going down this spiral and just feeling anxious and really talking negatively to myself and putting out all this energy that I didn't want in the world. because. What we put out is really what we get back in. And so I really want to be more conscious of this and from deep within nourish myself and allow those feelings of nourishment to swirl inside me and radiate outward and sending it outward, knowing that all of that does come back. And I don't want it to be feelings of anxiety and frustration and uncertainty and all of that. No, I want to kind of leave that at the curb and allow myself to invite in what is good, what is beautiful, what is possible and lead with that. Knowing that, of course, all of that will not happen, right? There's going to be twists and turns. There's going to be times things don't work out. This isn't a magical fairyland, right? It's life. And we're going to have to go through all of that. But in putting the positive out, I'm also able to show up in those rough times stronger, more understanding, more compassionate for myself. And so I really want to hone in and focus on that And be healthy. Who doesn't, right? We all just want to have a strong, healthy body that helps to take us through. And then the next one that I looked at was my soul. And when looking at my soul, I looked at self-care, spiritual practices, and really how I take care of me. And there were two things that came up here as well. And one was movement to really continue to show up to movement because that feeds me. I know for some, it might feel like a chore. And there are days for me, it absolutely also feels like a chore. But when I do it, oh, just it helps my mind. I feel more clear. I feel like I'm able to kind of work through some things inside my head as I'm moving my body. And it brings me joy. It definitely brings me joy to do it. And then there's joy after where I feel the sense of accomplishment. I feel stronger. I feel proud of myself. And so I want to continue on that journey of movement and finding all different ways to move my body. I am still following my amazing trainer, Sydney Cummings on YouTube, and she posts new workouts every day for free, which is absolutely amazing and incredible. And she keeps me inspired to move. 
but I also want to find my way back to yoga and that gentle movement and stretching because I feel like my body needs that too. And so just opening up to this idea of of moving in different ways. And the other thing that came up in regards to my soul is getting back to my spiritual practice. And for me, my spiritual practice is showing up before I start my day in front of my altar, lighting the candles, pulling cards, journaling, and really just taking a moment to breathe, to be with myself, to be right exactly where I am. And it might be 10 minutes, it might be even less, sometimes more, but really taking that time to explore whatever is inside my heart. Before the world wakes up, I love that time. The house is quiet. Depending upon the time of year, either the sun is just rising or it's still dark. I turn on my twinkle lights and it instantly makes me happy. And I was a bit on and off with this practice. In 2020, mm, goodness, I was in an incredible rhythm. But like with everything in life, we kind of ebb and flow and go in and out. And this past year, I fell out of it. And I can feel like that missing part inside my heart where it's like, oh, I need that again. I want to get back to that again. And so I'm really looking to fall into a better rhythm with that. And so for home, it was clarity. For my mind, that financial abundance. For my body, it's being healthy and having that positive energy flow. And for my soul, it's continue moving, but then also staying grounded. And I look at all these words and I still wonder, what is my one word? Like there's no one word that encompasses all of this. But I really know that in 2022, I want to stand, to really stand deep in clarity and invite in the financial abundance and good health around me. And I want to step into each day feeling grounded, feeling connected. Because one thing also for sure that I want to invite into 2022 is in-person connection. I really miss that. It's been two years, right, since we've been able to kind of be able to see each other without something looming over our heads. And that takes a toll. It really takes a toll. And I miss being able to gather, to be with people in person and see their smiles, watch their body language, be able to really hear what they have to say and look into their eyes. Thank goodness for technology and being able to gather with people online because that is Oh my goodness, an absolute lifesaver. But there's nothing like being together in person. And so I am craving that and longing for that and wanting to deepen my connections. And when I look at some of these words that I have, I can see how sinking deep into that clarity will really help to deepen those connections. And when I am grounded, and deepen my own spiritual practices, 
I am showing up more radiant in my life where I can invite others in and connect deeper with them. And that's what I'm longing for. That's really what I am looking for. And I'm hoping (laughs) soon that my, my one word will emerge. I'm, I'm just still so uncertain what it is. You know, this next year is going to be filled with adventure and brand new things and so many unknowns, right? Every year is filled with so many unknowns. And how we embrace them and show up to them really defines what our year becomes. And I know that I want to show up with an open heart and to be really, truly present. Because time has this way of slipping away from us. But if we just take a moment to pause, to recognize, to really realize what's going on in this moment that we're in, mm, what a gift that is. One thing I do definitely want to do this year, and I was inspired by Rita from the Soul Circle community because she mentioned how when she looks back on her year, she has a calendar that has like one or two thoughts from that day, something that happened, something that was good. And it reminded me of a gift that I had given my mom, gosh, years ago, a gift that I wish I had given her so many years before I actually did it, where I had taken individual index cards and on the top of each one, I stamped the day, no year, just the date. And the idea was that each day she would take out that card and jot down a memory and then use it year after year after year so that on each of those little cards, she could see what happened that day. What was a memory? And after her passing, I had found it and I brought it home. And oh, what a gift to be able to go back and read through that and see what was going on that day. And there were so many just tiny, simple moments that she wrote about, you know? And then there were also bigger ones where, you know, 9-11 happened and she wrote about that. Or there was the smaller ones of like just being able to sit with us at dinner. And I want to do that. I want to have this, this record of what's going on because so quickly I forget, right? And I'll look back through my photos and I'll look back through my calendar and try to remember. But if I could have it documented like that, I think that would be such a treasured gift. And being able to go back to what my mom had written was amazing to have that. And also to see her handwriting. There's, there's just something so special about seeing somebody's handwriting. And so that is one thing for certain that I do want to start this year. And so I'm just going to do it in a notebook because the index cards did take me forever to stamp and cut out. (laughs) But I'm just going to dedicate one page to each day and then hopefully fill out this entire year and then do it again next year and then continue and continue. Hopefully that is my intention. And it's easy because it's not like I have to write an essay. It's just a line, just a memory, one thing. One tiny thing that happened that day. And I think that will be a treasure to be able to have and look back on. What about you? 
Is there anything special that you're wanting to take on this next year? But take on without like this pressure of like, oh my God, I have to get it done. Otherwise, I'm just the worst because we don't need that extra pressure. We don't. All of that can just totally be laid aside. That's my one thing. I'm not going to go too big. Of course, I have like ideas and dreams and goals and all of those other things, but I'm giving myself permission to see how they manifest, to really, truly tune into my heart and allow them to unfold in the way that they're meant to. I know there's some fun things that I want to try, like, for example, in the Soul Circle community. This new function became available where you can go live. And I am really excited about that because it was something that I was hoping they were going to add to the technology of the space. And I just have a lot of fun ideas for maybe monthly mini grounding sessions where we can come together and set intentions for the month ahead because we do it right in the beginning of the year and we think, oh yeah, this is what I really want. But then we forget about them and we come into this daily grind and all of a sudden a month has passed, two months has passed. Five months has passed. We're halfway through the year and we don't even know what happened. And so I think it's important for us to slow down, even just for a half hour, once a month. Check in with ourselves. See what's going on. Have the opportunity to celebrate those big and small wins. To acknowledge them. To realize really all the hard work you've done. And then to make that intention, that manifestation for what do I possibly want to go for next? And when we do it together in community, it makes it so much more powerful, right? Because we can lean on each other, hear from each other, be with one another, cheer each other on. And so I'm really looking forward to, to kicking that off in January and doing it with you guys, being, sitting together. Mm, so good. So that's one thing that I want to kind of stretch myself. And again, it's a stretch because now it's video and it's a whole other world, right? But we just got to keep growing and trying and doing things. Just like I did with this podcast. It was a total leap of faith. A total unknown, having no idea how to do it, what technology to use, what am I even going to say? <laughs> All of it, right? But we leap and we learn and we grow and we continue. And so that's really what I want to keep doing over and over again. And what I really encourage you to do and to give yourself the permission to not do it perfectly. Because there, there truly is, first of all, no such thing as perfection. And when we think we have to do it perfect, we totally stunt ourselves and then we do nothing. And what happens then? Nothing. Nothing. And we don't want that. We want to have this continued movement forward. And we can have that when we do take those leaps. When we just say, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And if it doesn't work out the way I think it's going to, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to learn. And I'm going to apply that for the next time, for whatever else I do. And that's where the magic happens, right? That's where we continue to grow and develop and become. Oh, goodness, I am so grateful 
for you, for this podcast, for our community. So grateful for the way that we all show up for one another and really are there for each other. It's amazing. And I had the opportunity this past week to speak with one of the recipients from Love Notes Fairies. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it is a monthly project that I host where there's this community of people who have volunteered to be what we call Love Note Fairies. And each month, there will be other people who will nominate people in the community who are struggling, who are just going through a hard time and might need a little extra hug, right? All of us have that from time to time in our lives. And so these people are nominated and each month I will include them on a list that gets emailed out to the fairy community. And those fairies step up and they send postcards to those people, just letting them know they're not alone, letting them know someone is out there thinking about them. And it is truly amazing how the kindness from strangers can lift each other up. And it goes both ways because being a fairy, you're sending out those kind words and that does something for you. It makes you feel good knowing that you're, you're helping someone else, right? And then for those recipients to receive them, to be maybe at some of their darkest hours and to hear these words and to see strangers are reaching out. Mm, incredible. And so this past week, I got to speak with Lori, who is one of the fairy recipients and also has been an amazing supporter of the fairy community herself. And she's currently in the hospital. And she has taken all of the fairy notes that she has received and hung them up on her hospital wall. And she showed me. And it's beautiful. It's just filled with so much color. Just, you know, if you think of a hospital room, they're not the most friendly and inviting, right? But now to have all these beautiful words from people that she can look at as she's sitting in bed, what an incredible gift. And what was even more amazing was why I was on the phone with her, there was also a nurse in the room. And she mentioned how all the other nurses and doctors love coming into that room to see those notes as well. And it just goes to show this amazing ripple effect of what happens when we put out a little kindness into the world. One small act of kindness can create this ripple of so many more, and we never know the extent of it. But it can just be the smallest of things, creating this amazing wave of goodness. And so just for me to keep doing those kinds of things, to keep spreading the love, sharing the joy, giving ourselves this space to really stand in our light. And the way that I see you do it as a community blows me away because you're also willing to show up for one another, to support each other, to stand up and help. And oh my goodness, it is absolutely amazing. And if you haven't come over to the Soul Circle community yet, oh, what are you waiting for? Pop on by. It is filled with so much love. And before we go, I do just want to leave you with a little writing prompt because, of course, I love to close it 
with that. And as we are stepping into this brand new year, without laying on these crazy expectations, I really just want you to explore how do you want to feel this year? Really, truly, how do you want to feel day in, day out? What is that feeling you want to be surrounded with? Is it joy? Is it compassion? Is it positivity? What is it you need this year? What feelings do you want to invite in? Take a moment, explore that on the page. Start with the words, this year, I want to feel. This year, I want to feel. And then come on over to the Soul Circle community and share what it is that you want to feel so that we can all cheer you on and help support you in that journey. Oh, sending you all so much love. Thank you so, so much for being here, for supporting this podcast, for being a part of the community. It would be nothing if it was just me. But it's so much more because it is all of us collectively. I wish you a wonderful week ahead and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a wonderful week and we'll talk soon. Bye.